What is up, fellow marketers? I'm your host, Eric Harvison. Welcome to episode 10 of the Marketing Help Podcast. Now, we are the number one resource for proactively managing your marketing career. And our mission here is to connect and create marketing opportunity for marketers at any level. So if you guys have a topic or an idea, something you want us to cover in a, a future episode, just shoot me an email at uh, erik at themarketinghelp.co. Love to hear from you. Love to hear what you think about the podcast. Uh, love to get feedback from you on uh, any other topics you think we should be covering. So I want to start today with a quick story. So uh, recently, I do some uh, instructing and, and, and adjunct professor and teaching on the side. And I recently kicked off a class uh, for a digital marketing course at a local university where it was a room full of sophomores to seniors. And it's about that time talking about you know them getting ready for their careers and what can, they can do to, to grow and to um, uh, navigate. And the interview process came up as you know a challenge and a point of anxiety. But what more specifically, it was um, making sure they stood out when it came to applying for that internship or when it came time for that co-op or when it came time for getting clients for, you know, some of these students are actually freelancing. They have their own digital agency, which is kind of impressive. But it came back to, you know, how do we succeed in that? And the common theme and answer was a personal brand. And specific to personal brand, it's, well, think about it. When someone's looking to hire you or consider you, the first thing they're going to do is what? And that's Google your name and, uh, and see what comes up. So obviously, you know, when I asked the class, you know, who's done this and who's done this in the last, call it 30 to 60 days, not many people had. So it became valuable to think about what appears when someone Googles your name and how does that translate and connect to the brand that you're trying to create as a marketer? And... Uh, this is something that that became very um, important to them because they were wondering, well, how do I how do I push down content that I don't want, and how do I have better content appear on the first page for my name, or how do I stand out if someone else has the same name as me, or if I have a common name uh, like John Smith? So we we talked about ways to do that. But the truth is, anyone can establish a level of social proof with a personal brand that can play a huge role in their ability to stand out in the marketing interview process, or just as part of general networking. So today, we'll cover a, a few key steps to help a marketer's personal brand matter. Now, these uh, steps in this checklist is going to apply not just for the students that I was referencing, but if you're somebody who's been working for you know three, five, six, ten years, um, it's always good to kind of think and, and refine and recalibrate how you may want to present what is showing up. So you may be somebody who does have a lot of content that shows up, but maybe it's you want to show up for more, or maybe you want to show up for more of the same topic if you're someone who's had some experience across the board. Uh, so there's a couple steps here uh, that, I, that I want to share just to kind of get you thinking about and ideally acting on to help uh, improve and solidify your personal brand. Uh, the first is around knowledge, right? So I'm a huge believer in knowledge is power, and it's easier than ever today to aggregate content around a specific topic that you want to be known for or want to be connected to. So think about using tools like Zest.is. It's a uh, Chrome plugin, uh, very, very easy to use, uh, allows you to um, aggregate specific topics. You know, it could be one topic, could be several topics, but there it is uh, when you open up your your laptop or your mobile phone. Uh, and there's a content waiting for you. Flipboard is another app 
that allows you to easily consume aggregated content around a topic on your phone or tablet. And then Nuzzle. Nuzzle is another site where you can start creating uh, certain aggregated content around a specific topic. So that way you stay, uh, you know, it's pushing information to you uh, or you can pull it down based off a certain time point of the day. Um, but then there's other newsletters that are becoming popular where it's they're ag- aggregating the information for you and kind of, you know, firing off that kind of, uh, you know, uh, things that matter uh, list or, or content topics that are relevant and timely. Uh, so there's newsletters. One of them is called The Marketing Dive. One is called Daily Carnage. One is called The Serial Marketer. And I'll include links in the show notes for all of these. But uh, again, consider these sources as ways to uh, provide you with knowledge around a specific topic. When are these valuable? These are very valuable before you go into an interview. These are very valuable maybe before if you're if you're interning or co-oping, uh, before you head into a meeting with a client. Uh, you know, staying top of mind uh, with certain things that are going on within a specific area uh, are definitely very valuable. Next on the checklist is around content creation and not just the content creation, but maybe the vehicles you're using to create that content. So what do you want to show up when someone Googles your name? Well, the probably the easiest thing to do is just create written form content that's around a specific topic that uh, is going to appear because it's authored by you uh, or part of your channel or an offshoot of a channel that you already have that exists. So these are things like blog posts, uh, LinkedIn published articles, or maybe even using a, a tool like Medium, which is a very easy to use, easy to get started platform for posting content. I'll even say Quora, which is the question and answers marketplace a great place to establish yourself as somebody who can speak to a specific topic. Again, you don't need to be the uh, position yourself as the person who knows everything, but if you're someone who's interested in Instagram ads, uh, you can go to these sources and start creating content that's specific to, to that authored by you and can be linked back to you or your profile. You know, when I think about content, you know, you know so write, written form is one way. Uh, the other is audio. So maybe it's creating a, a podcast. Uh, or it's video, so you're comfortable in front of the camera. So maybe it's a YouTube channel or a, a, an Instagram story series. But consider those things uh, as as distri- well, I should say as as content channels for the topics that you want to be known for. That can be tied back to your profile. Now, before starting, when it comes to content creation, just want to make two things clear. One is make sure that you're going to be providing valuable content. So I do not recommend doing it for the sake of doing it. I do recommend doing it if you're committed to leveraging that vehicle to uh, tie and provide value on that on that given topic. So don't just start a podcast because you think it'd be interesting. Uh, give yourself some runway. Think think through. And the second thing I wanted to mention is take time to create what I'll say uh, a potential episode list. So have ten bullet points on a piece of paper. And then start filling out at least 10 topics that you can talk about. And that gives you some runway to maybe, you know, record or write about at least, you know, five, six, seven, 10 uh, episodes, if you will, or articles. But think about what do you, what do you write in those 10 things? Well, it could be around your topic. Again, let's say that you're somebody who wants to be known for social marketing. Um, How about a list of favorite resources or a list of observations around a specific channel or tool? Or how about a list of uh, brands and uh, marketers that you think are doing it right or doing it wrong? Again, it's, it's your opinion. 
Uh, but whatever you do when it comes to building that list is just make sure that in that content, again, making sure it's valuable, you're providing some sort of actionable tip. You know, you're asking the audience to do something so that they feel that they're getting value from it and, um, you know, know that it's more than just listening to you or watching you. And real quick, if you're thinking about doing anything audio or podcast format, anchor.fm is a great tool to consider because it's quick, it's easy, uh, something you can record just using your phone. Okay, next on the checklist is distribution. So you have the content, you've created the content. How do you let other people know about it? And you know, distribution has two forms. One is leverage what you already have, which is your social profile. Um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. But the other is using other tools that want to pull your content into their aggregated feeds. So this is, again, you can submit to Nuzzle, which I mentioned earlier. You can submit a link to your blog post or podcast episode to zest.is. Uh, or there's another site called Digital Donut. Now, there's no guarantee that, oh, your blog post is always going to be included when it comes to talk about that topic, but at least you're putting yourself out there to be considered. Now, one thing you'll hear me reference a lot is impact versus effort. The amount of impact that you can get based off the effort it takes you to create and distribute through these channels, the impact outweighs the effort. So definitely give it a shot. Uh, it's definitely worth testing. So distribute your content through those channels for a chance to be uh, distributed to a much wider audience. Next on the checklist is outreach. And when I think of outreach in this context, it's about you know connecting with people that could leverage your content uh, and are interested in using your content to then distribute to a wider audience. And there's two, two places to check out. One is uh, a tool called Uber Suggest. Um, Uber Suggest is really a tool. You put in a keyword or a topic, and it'll spit back results of um, the the where that put it a keyword a topic and it'll produce results of the highest uh, ranking uh, destination sites for that topic or keyword. But that gives you an indicator of who you should be contacting for that keyword uh, because you can reach out to that individual and say, "Hey, would you mind including a link to my blog post about the the ten uh, most popular brands doing it right in Instagram?" Um, and at least that way you have a, ch you have a, a, a chance to get uh, mentioned in an article from someone who ranks high in organic search for the topic Instagram ads. Uh, but it gives you just a little bit of focus on who to contact. So that's Uber Suggest. The second is a site called helpareporter.com. And you can go there. And, and this is where reporters are looking for people to speak about a specific topic. Now, it's not always going to have something that's relevant to you. But again, impact versus effort, the impact that this could create for the effort it takes you to uh, respond to a, a reporter uh, is definitely worth it. So an, a reporter may go there and say, hey, I need someone to talk about Instagram ads. That's a college student. Well, then you can reply to that reporter and say, hey, that's me. Uh, here's here's I run my own agency and would love to give you more information and insight. Uh, and then you may have the opportunity to get featured by that reporter. So it's trial and error, but again, impact versus effort is worth it. So definitely check out those two sites. Last, I'm going to talk about leveraging the power of LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, again, a very powerful ecosystem. But when it comes to your personal brand, and again, it's it's what people may find after Googling, Googling your name, is put a little bit more effort into your recommendations and your endorsements. So endorsements are like uh, crowdsource tagging for skills that you people believe that you're good at. And then recommendations serve as almost like a, a, a an individual testimonial about you. But what I can say is, you know, 
have you have you requested an endorsement of somebody within your network recently? If not, um, start building up there. Start with people that you can trust. Uh, start with uh, people that you know and, and come in contact with, whether it's uh, coworkers, former coworkers, etc. But then for recommendations, you know, hiring managers and recruiters and people that you want to network with, when they look at your LinkedIn profile, will see that someone they used to work with you know, include a recommendation about how great you were on a specific project. And that's great. The suggestion here is, is there somebody that can include a recommendation on your profile that speaks to your character, speaks to your grit, speaks to your drive, speaks to how you're somebody who, you know, likes to provide value or someone who likes to create unity or somebody who likes to go above and beyond. Who can you talk to that can speak to that element as part of a recommendation? Is it a head of an alumni chapter where you volunteer? Is it a professor uh, or instructor that you had or uh, will have uh, around a specific topic that you build a relationship with? Is it a um, uh, is it the CEO of a, of a former company that you worked with? Again, all these people that I'm referencing are people that you have interaction with and have, a, have built a professional relationship with. So can you ask them for a recommendation that speaks more to your character and less to your uh, skill set? Because you want to have a nice, well-rounded recommendation suite, uh, which I do believe uh, not many people are, are looking for. And again, if it's a matter of standing out when it comes to the interview or interview process, give yourself that chance by having that recommendation as part of your LinkedIn profile. So that's going to do it for today's episode. And this is, uh, I believe, is a five-step checklist uh, on uh, making a marketer's personal brand matter. So make sure to check out the show notes because I mentioned a lot of links, a lot of tools, and I'll include those in the show notes. You can check those out. Uh, But if you want more marketing help, so if you like what you're hearing and you like the content that you're getting, just make sure to subscribe to the podcast uh, wherever you get your your podcast stream uh, to make sure that you know when the next episode is going live. We've got a lot of great episodes in the queue, and we're looking to record those uh, and release those shortly. So we'd love to have you subscribe to the podcast. Also, uh, we'll love a rating or review in iTunes or whatever podcast player you're using. Again, any feedback is great feedback. Uh, just want to make sure we're providing value to you. And just always remember, I'm an email away and I'm here to support your pursuit of a better marketing career as your dedicated marketing help. So until next time, this is your host, Eric Harvison. Happy marketing.